What's up, bitches? Welcome back to the 28 Days of Self-Love. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic, main-ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Today is day nine, and we're going to be talking about confidence. What is it? How are we going to get it short-term when you're really feeling insecure in a certain situation? And how are you going to achieve it long-term so that you don't have to worry about achieving it in the short term because you'll just float around like the most confident bitch in the world. Let's start with what confidence is in general. Why is it all the rage? Why is it the worst thing in the world to be insecure? It seems pretty obvious why you would want to be confident over insecure. But what's funny is that this is so highly sought out because most of the time people feel insecure and not 100% confident. So if it's so obvious why you'd rather be one or the other, Why do we make it so hard on ourselves to stop being insecure and become confident? The answer is because it's much harder to be confident than it is to be insecure. Even though we know what we want to be, it's those how-to methods, it's the actual ways that you go about becoming a confident person that can be so difficult and overwhelming. It might be a little bit easier if you know what confidence is. The word confidence, before we apply any meaning behind it, the specific word itself comes from the Latin word fidere. I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's how we're saying it today. The definition of fidere is to trust. That's all confidence is, essentially. And don't we all have the worst trust issues? Because it means trust, it of course means that it can be applied to others. So if you think about it from the perspective of another person, you have confidence in your mom to always have your back or you have confidence in your friend to make sure that they invite you to places. Essentially, it comes down to this basic root of trust. If you guys listened to yesterday's episode about how to stand up for yourself and I talked to you about the time that somebody said something horrible to me and I trusted in my soul that that was not true and it made me feel confident. It made me feel like totally calm, cool, and collected because I trusted that it wasn't true about myself. So how do you then apply it to yourself? It's trusting yourself. It's trusting that you know who you are, even if you aren't done figuring out who you are, even if you don't fully know who you are yet, at least you trust that you know who you are up up until this point. It's believing in yourself that you can accomplish things even when it's hard, like going to a social situation with somebody that you don't necessarily care for and knowing that you'll be able to handle the situation. Going to a social situation with people that you don't really know and knowing that you'll be able to carry yourself well, present yourself well. It's looking at things you do wrong and instead of falling victim to them, instead of letting them cripple your entire being, you see them as an opportunity to grow and to learn. Basically, confidence is coined as being a clear-headed person because you fully trust yourself to be able to navigate the situations that present themselves in your life. Now, the reason that I've organized today's episode the way that I have is because self-trust is something to be built over time. You need to be able to prove to yourself time and time and time and time and time again that you know how to handle situations, that you can protect yourself, that you can take care of yourself, that you make the right decisions that are best for you. But it's not going to happen overnight because again, you have to allow yourself to be put in situations that that trust is tested and then prove yourself right. Sometimes it's easier for me to think about this when I'm not thinking about it myself and I'm thinking about an an outside person. So I'm going to give you this example. I heard a man talking about trust one time and about cheating 
And he said that these men all claim to be loyal, but they've never been put in an opportunity where their trust was questioned. If a person has never put themselves in a situation that another person was hitting on them or a situation that you had to turn somebody down and you sit here and you claim to be loyal, that's not loyalty. That's not having the opportunity. Loyalty is when you've been confronted with a situation that you have to prove your loyalty to that person. And that's exactly how you have to apply it for yourself. You have to put yourself in the situations that you have to learn how to trust yourself. The things that you don't know if you can handle or not, you have to put yourself in those situations in order to prove to yourself that you can handle them and then gain confidence that way. This will be a conscious effort before it becomes an unconscious one. I feel like that's a mistake that I'm a lot that I just wanted to magically one day feel confident that I was just going to like grow out of it or something that I was just going to become this confident glowing being and that's not how it works if there's been things over time that have knocked you down knocked you down knocked you down and made you insecure to the point that you are you're going to have to do the opposite you have to climb back up the ladder and work time after time after time consciously making an effort to become confident and doing things that are going to help you get there until you can just walk around glowing in a room having complete and total confidence without having to think about it. So what the hell am I going to do? In the meantime, while you're working on the main process, I want to give you guys some immediate things that you can do that if you practice the immediate things enough will become unconscious, will contribute to the long term. But they are things that give you that instant gratification because we're all about instant gratification out here now. So let me give you a couple immediate examples. When you start to feel yourself get uncomfortable or insecure. Relax your body. Think about relaxing your body. Drop your shoulders. Remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Loosen your jaw. Loosen your forehead. If you have to even kind of like shake it out a little bit, do it. The key to confidence is feeling as comfortable as possible. If you can feel as comfortable in a situation as possible, it's going to make you feel more confident and it's also going to make you seem more confident to the other people in the room because you're not going to look like frantic and like you don't belong there and like do they like me do what do they think of me all of that stuff it's like calm cool and collected you're going to be comfortable and relaxed another big big indicator of confidence is eye contact and that is something that you can practice over time you might be surprised at how difficult it is and I'm not talking about just doing it while you're listening to somebody I'm talking about while you're talking. A lot of the time, if you're anything like me, while you're talking, your mind races more than when you're just listening to somebody because you're trying to think of what to say next and form the sentence correctly and get your point across correctly and maybe throw a joke in there and, you know, do all of the things to be the most wonderful and whatever it is that you're trying to be. And while you're doing all of that, your eyes are like kind of darting all over the fucking room and like thinking about what it is that you're going to say. So if you can try to relax your brain a little bit and make eye contact with the person while you're talking to them and articulate your sentence, you're going to seem so much more confident. Again, you're going to feel so much more confident because also it gives you something to focus on. You're not focusing on all of those things and trying to articulate your sentence in the best way possible. You're focusing on the person's eyes and delivering your message to them. If eye contact terrifies you, 
something that you can do is you can look at them and then occasionally look to their shoulder and then back at them. It looks like you're not really breaking eye contact when you do that and it's more natural. So if you feel like you're staring into their soul, staring them down, try that little trick every few seconds. You know, you can look at them in the eye, shoulder, back to their eyes. I love mantras. I love to be able to repeat something to myself in my head and be able to have a little key phrase, key sentence, key word that I can use to remind myself in situations of things. One of them that I like to use for confidence is it has nothing to do with me. I see a group of people talking in a corner. It has nothing to do with me. Somebody ghosts me. It has nothing to do with me. Somebody doesn't like me. It has nothing to do with me. It's not a problem until you tell me that there's a problem. If you want to play this game and have an issue in the corner over there and whisper and not tell me what the problem is, that's your own prerogative. And I think that that's weird. If there's something wrong with, if I did something wrong to you, come up and talk to me about it. So I'm just going to sit here and say, it's not my problem. It has nothing to do with me until it's actually been addressed to me. The reason why this one works isn't because it actually vanishes if there is a problem to you because if you see people standing in a corner talking it's kind of an intuition thing like you might feel like they are talking about you or if somebody ghosts you it's like how how am I supposed to feel like that's not about me but the reason that this phrase works in most situations is because it allows you to not waste your energy on something that isn't worth your while why waste your energy freaking out about why that person ghosted you and what you could have done wrong and what you could have done better and why if you were different, they would still like you? What can I do now? What character traits can I pick up now and show them now so that maybe they contact me again? What can I tell that group of girls who's sitting over there gossiping about me? What what can I prove to them that I'm not someone to be gossiped about, that I should be in that group gossiping about other people with them? Why would you want to be in that group? Why would you want to be with the person that ghosted you? It is an opportunity for you to say, oh, it has nothing to do with me. Move forward so that you don't have to worry about it. You're going to worry about it. But if you keep repeating that to yourself in your head and just try as best as you can to believe that it's true, that it doesn't have anything to do with you. Maybe the guy's grandma died and he do- he can't handle it. And you remind him of his grandma because you're so sweet and kind and you make the best fucking cookies. Who knows? It has nothing to do with you. Move on to the next thing. Another thing that you can do immediately that I absolutely love is take up space. Like if you take up space, you seem more confident. You got to watch your body language. If you are in a situation and you're kind of like, have you ever seen girls on TikTok and they're singing into the camera because they're doing the voiceovers or whatever? And they have like their hand next to their face while they're doing it or even like a selfie and you've got your hand next to your face while you're doing it. And then you see the girls that are like totally like spinning around the room, mouthing into the camera, being all like awesome and sexy and hot and great and all of these things and like doing the whole like, mm, mm, mm. which one looks more confident? Like if you have your hand in front of your face, it's uh, an insecurity thing. If you're kind of crippling inside of yourself, it's an insecurity thing. When you try to like fold into a little 
speck in a room and not be seen. It's an insecurity thing. I knew somebody one time that had really big boobs. She used to always wear men's clothes. She would you know, kind of fold into herself and she had really bad posture, not because she was big chested. It was because she felt that if she would wear the men's clothes and then she hunched her shoulders, it made the shirt like fall over her stomach and boobs and you couldn't tell how big they were because it was something that she was insecure about. She felt that it like threw her out of proportion. So she's got her shoulders hunched. She's kind of hiding in herself so that you can't see her. That's what's happening. Think about taking up space. Think about putting your shoulders back, putting your chin up, having your hands out of your pockets and down by your side. Maybe if you think about sitting there and your legs are crossed and you have maybe your hands out to the sides, you know, that kind of is a confident posture for you. Anything that you can think of that will help you take up more space is going to exemplify confidence, you know, using your hands while you talk. These are all things that help you take up space in a room and it's not so that people notice you. It's not like a cocky, conceited thing like, look at me, look at me. It's just a, I'm not afraid to be here. I deserve to be here. I deserve to take up this space. So we've got a few ideas now of things that you can do in the immediate so that we can get that instant gratification and start working towards our confidence. What are some things that we need to know and learn so that we can have confidence in the long term. I've talked about this here before, but I want to say it again because I just think it is so crucial. Detach yourself from what people say about you. This is my pink hair example. If I say to you, I hate your pink hair. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen in the whole world. You're going to be like, "Mm, I don't have pink hair, so I don't really care. And that's what it feels like to detach yourself from what somebody says about you. Again, in my example from yesterday, that somebody said something horrible to me that I knew wasn't true. It was so easy to be like, that's not true about me. I don't believe that. That's not true about me. I do not identify as that. So it doesn't hurt my feelings. If you could find a way to do that about everything that people say, because you know who you are and you feel confident in your identity, then they won't be able to knock you down from where you stand because you're going to know your own self-image that it doesn't take another's opinion, words, perspective to start to change your self-image. Don't give people that much power. Like that's insane. Why would that person deserve to alter how you perceive yourself, how you view yourself? Don't give people that. That's up to you. And that's up to you to not allow it to happen. And it's up to you to decide what your self-image is, especially, I'm sorry, now I'm going on a rant, especially if it's somebody that is being a dick to you. Like what in the world? Why would that person deserve to have any say in who you are? They're obviously an idiot if they can't see how wonderful you are. So you're going to let an idiot define who you are? That's stupid. Why would you why would you do that? Okay, anyways, we're moving on. Something that I was not prepared for when I started to work on my own confidence is how insecure people will be offended by your confidence. If you're doing well and other people aren't, people don't like that. So you are going to probably come face to face more with 
issues. You're going to come face to face more with people putting you down, with people being a dick to you because they want to tear you down. They want you to be at their level. Their insecurity takes over their whole soul and they don't understand what you have that they don't. But what you have that they don't is the ability to work on yourself, is the ability to try and gain this confidence and the courage and the strength to do so. They are only trying to do it by tearing others down to try to lift themselves up. That's not what you're doing. You're not focused on other people. You're not worried about other people. Your only focus is yourself. And that's how you're gaining confidence. And they're pissed about it. So you're very likely going to come face to face with more people that don't want to interact with you and want to be mean to you because they don't like it. And so again, you're going to be tested over and over on this self-trust that you can handle these situations. And the more that you handle these situations, the more you trust yourself, i.e. the more confident you become. So really, they're just helping you. So thank you to those people. Something my sister told me, that I am absolutely obsessed with because after she said it, it was the biggest light bulb moment. It's so true. I apply it to so much in my life. Intuition is quiet. Your ego is loud. Confident people are quiet because they don't feel that they have to prove anything to anybody. They're not trying to get validation from an outside source. They're able to validate themselves and know inside that they are confident and that their intuition is correct and that they don't have to worry about all of the hubbub. The ego is so loud and is rattling off all of the shitty ideas in your head and the negative self-talk and the potential things that could come up and the what ifs and the worst case scenarios and arguments that you get in with people in your head. That's the ego and that's your insecurity. The things that you don't like about yourself are so loud in your head because it's insecurity. The things that just come naturally to you, that's your intuition. That's your confidence. And that's what you need to pay attention to and let all the other bullshit go. Again, thinking about TV and movies, the person that is like running their mouth constantly, being a dick, never shutting the fuck up. And then you've got the cool person that you actually like in the corner, just sitting there watching it happen. Who do you like more? You like the cool person in the corner. You don't like the person that's running their mouth and talking shit and starting drama and doing all of these things. The loud person isn't who you want to be. You want to be or be with the person that is calm, cool, and collected. So be with that person in your brain. Don't be with the crazy running their mouth brain version of you. Be with the calm, cool, and collected version of you. They're both inside of you, but you have to choose which one you want to associate with, which one you want to be with, which one you want to give your energy to. You must work on defining your identity and figuring out who you are, which is a process. I'm not asking you to figure it out today. I'm saying as you put yourself in situations and you figure out what you like, you figure out what you don't like, because that is what's going to make you feel the most satiated. We try to get confidence a lot of the time from external sources. We try to, you know, look a certain way, change our hair, do our makeup, wear sexy clothing, hang out with the coolest people, go to the most aesthetic places, get the best Instagram picture, do all of these things. But that can only mimic what creating that feeling inside of you can do for you. If you can feel 
good enough inside of you, the rest of that shit will come naturally. It'll all just be an added bonus. But if you are trying to rely on those externals to satiate that need, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's only going to be a shell of what you need inside and you're still going to crave that inside stuff. But if you get the inside stuff taken care of, then the external will just, again, be an added bonus. You won't need to have the external. But if you get the external, you will need to have the internal and you still won't be happy and confident. We got to stop shitting on ourselves for the way that we've handled things in the past because none of that shit matters. That's how the old you behaves. That's not how the new version of you behaves. The new version of you behaves in these ways that make you feel the most confident. And what makes you feel the most confident might not be what the next person does to feel the most confident. But you have to identify what those things are and then pursue them because that's how the new version of you behaves. And you have to allow that new version to come out and stop continuing to identify with this old version of yourself that doesn't know how to handle these situations and doesn't trust yourself and whatever else. And let's not forget that you have something that other people don't have. You listen to Wellish. You're here right now listening to something to better yourself. I would be willing to bet Wellish isn't the only thing you listen to or the only source of your self-growth information. You make this effort to better yourself, to educate yourself on how to become the best version of yourself. There's so many people that don't do that. So don't discredit all of this work that you're putting in because you are gaining knowledge. It's like going to college like you're going to this class time and time and time again obviously you're going to have a leg up on somebody that doesn't ever go or only goes once in a while or only listens to things sometimes this is so cool that you do this it's so cool that you take your time to try to better yourself through knowledge don't forget that a lot of the time because you know you're doing it all the time you think oh there's still something wrong with me there's still something wrong with me but this is what's right with you that you can acknowledge that you want to better yourself and then take action steps to do that. Hats off to you, dude. Like, that's so fucking cool. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for tonight at midnight. We are going to get into day 10 saying no. How to get into saying no because it can be one of the most terrifying things in the entire world. <laughs> I know from personal experience. <laughs> you can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast both on Instagram and you can also follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. I will talk to you wishes tomorrow. Bye guys. Bye guys.